It's Friday, and that means it's time for another edition of Takes from a Hat. We've got plenty of topics here on the Nashville Predators, the NHL, and more hockey shenanigans. We'll get to them today on the Locked on Predators podcast. Your Locked on Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Predators podcast your first listen of the day. Every single day, we are your free daily Nashville Predators podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Special hello to all of you loyal Locked On Pred heads out there, the everydayers who join us every single morning. We are happy to have you. I'm Nick Morgan. I'm a writer at Penalty Box Radio, and I have a partner in crime. You do. I'm Ann Kimmel. I'm a writer at InsideThePreds.com. Also want to mention today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. All right, it's Friday, Ann, and we yes. are feeling in a festive Friday <laughs> mood. Plus, both of us have some stuff to uh, work on this weekend, so... We're going to do an edition of Takes from oh, yeah. Hat. It's one of our favorite things to do. Uh, We've yes. been told by random tweeters that this is one of their favorite things. Basically, if you've ever seen Whose Line Is It Anyway, uh, there's just hats here with topics uh, that range from stuff on the Nashville Predators, uh, the NHL, other hockey kind of what-ifs. And uh, we're just going to pull some topics out from a hat, do a quick little thing about it, and then go move on our merry way to the next topic. Love it. Yep. Always interesting. You just never know what's going to come out of a hat. You never know. You have like such elaborate backstories in yours. Like who's the best dressed Nashville predator? And I'm like, if you only had time to perform open heart surgery, on either <laughs> UC Saros or Roman Yossi, <laughs> who would you save? Okay. I feel like we have to answer that now. No, we, we'd okay. save them both. We would First say, off, we none would of neither of us are surgeons. That's very true. Yes, no, not going to happen. But we would we would find a way. Yeah. Uh, do you want to pull first? Yeah, let or me pull first. Let's get okay. this. Let's get this party started. So usually I type mine. Mine are handwritten today, which means it's going to take me a minute to decipher to decipher my own handwriting. Yeah. But you type them out, man. I usually type them you out, put and then so I so much more effort into this than I. And made. then I cut them neatly, but my scissors are packed. So today, as you can see, we have a very, very frustrating uneven rip. But Again, we're going to do put so much more work into this than I do. <laughs> All right, so Nick, looking ahead at next season, is there a particular player you are most worried about when it comes to next season, and why? The Nashville Predators? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, um, Predators. I, I mean, we, we talked about this, uh, I think, a week ago, didn't we, mm-hmm. on a show here? I, I still think maybe somebody I'm worried about is Ryan Johansson. Mm, yeah. Just because I don't know if he has that speed. Um, I also talked about maybe Ryan McDonough just because I don't know if his game really translates to what Andrew Burnett wants to do. I think he's still a very solid defenseman. I don't know if he's just going to be able to kind of push play uh, like Burnett wants to. 
Mm. Um, you know, there, and there's, there's a couple other guys too. Yeah. Like, you know, you talked about Igor Afanasiev, like, you know, prize prospect and maybe how there's better options in the predators kind of prospects pipelines that fit what Burnett wants to do. Right. So, I mean, it, it's hard to say, though, because, you know, is Andrew Brunette going to be like, you don't fit, we're not going to play you? Or is he going to be like, okay, we're going to find something else for you to do? Yes. I don't think we really know that yet. Yeah. there. This is a hard question, and we're not afraid of hard questions here at Lockdown Predators. No. But this is a hard question because not only do you have a new head coach, and, you know, Andrew Brunette in his press conference really talked a little bit about what he wants from this Nashville Predators team, but you have to see a lot of that in action come to fruition, kind of flesh it out a little more to know what's going on. But also, I'm not sure we know for sure what we're going to get from a lot of the guys who may be on the roster. So, you know, you look at players like Tommy Novak or Cody Glass, and we saw some really great things from them last season. But do we know for sure that that's going to continue? There are so many changes to this team, you know, from the head coach to roster changes to a new direction and style of play. So I think it is a, it's, it is a, a little bit of a tough question. I would say for me, probably Tommy Novak is one of mine. And I don't necessarily mean worried as in I think he's going to not, you know, we're going to be like, oh, where's the Tommy Novak of last season? But yeah. just... Where is he going to fit in? How much can we get from him? How much can he do? You know, did we see his ceiling or is yeah. there more? So for me, Tommy Novak is a big question. I, I, I shouldn't say maybe I'm worried about him, but I do have a lot of questions about where is he going to fit in and what can we expect from him after last season? Yeah, it's going to kind of be interesting because Novak's a guy that you look at and it's like he could be, you can make the justification that he's the type of player that's going to thrive mm -hmm. under Andrew Burnett or, you know, he could be, you know, maybe we need to kind of readjust what our, our ceiling expectations for him. Right. So that, that's also, a guy. We're broken up over the Ryan McDonough comment. We're broken up. Oh, well, we were woken up, broken up over uh, Wednesday's Shoney's discussion, I think. Yeah, still, I stand by my crouton statement about Ruby Tuesdays. Yeah. That's <laughs> Okay, here's an interesting one. It's kind mm -hmm. of an easy one right off the bat. Oh, good. Ease into it. Knowing everything you know now, mm -hmm. who is one former Preds player that maybe you appreciate more now than mm. you did when they played for the team? That's a really great question. Is it what they're doing now makes me appreciate it or looking back? Any. any, any. any. Yeah. Um, you know who I appreciate more now um, is, is Kevin Fiala. And I know we only had young Kevin Fiala for, for a little bit, for a little while. And, you know, there was that, the lure of the 2017 cup run and, and Kevin Fiala in there and then the injury and, so there's a, you know, a big narrative around Kevin Fiala yeah. with the Nashville Predators. Um, but I look back and I think we really saw, we really saw some things in him that I think we now see coming to fruition with other teams in other situations. And it's a little bit bittersweet, 
But I do appreciate more that that he had the potential to be more of a uh, almost more of a core guy for the Predators had things gone a little bit differently. Like I appreciate his game a little more. I don't look at him as a well, we plugged him in and boy, didn't he didn't he do okay kind of guy. So I think yeah. Kevin Fiala is one for me. That's yeah. a great question. Who was your uh, I'm surprised you didn't say Ryan Ellis. Oh, because that's another. Boy, didn't, yeah. didn't the Preds defense change when Prime Ryan Ellis kind of went away? Corey Perry. I mean, just it's just like the high end. Mm. You know, you always had that number one pair. He and Roman Yossi had such fantastic chemistry. Yeah. They brought out the best in each other, and he was just like that perfect number two. Yeah, that's a that's a absolutely a, a guy that you mm. love to have. Um, you know, throw it back also. And like, for me, you know, somebody like Scott Walker from way back in the day, like for the Nashville Predators, like you don't appreciate that kind of two-way style he was able to play with. Yeah. Uh, and you know, even another one, let's, let's talk about Steve Sullivan, you know, for mm-hmm. the Nashville Predators, you know, he had the, of course that, you know, big, year but then you know kind of think of his best seasons the next couple of years he was sort of overshadowed by you know paul korea coming here and you know scott hartnell was you know a big fan favorite and then you had you know big free agents like jason arnett coming yeah. over and peter forsberg the original Nashville forsberg and it just seems like you know you, de- you never really got a chance to step back and really appreciate like how good he was uh, until he was gone. So yeah, yeah. there's a couple. I love, I love the Ryan Ellis thought because you know, what's so funny is you go back to when the predators had him. And like you said, this is a guy who really was the number two behind Roman Yossi. But if you look back at statistics, he was one of the best defensemen in the league when yeah. he was playing with Roman Yossi, like some of his stats were just off the chain and, you know, that that is one who maybe and, and I think that's true, you know, of some of the other ones that you mentioned, like this is somebody who was maybe overshadowed, didn't at the time get the get the acknowledgement maybe for how good their game was. But yeah, Ryan Ellis, you know, he was a sneaky, sneaky, amazing player. Yeah. I yeah, I mean that's Missed that's him. something that I mean he was basically the those two together were like McCarr and, and Devin Tays. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, more takes from a hat coming up in just a second. Uh, but first, want to mention today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs, aka the comfiest pairs of shorts I think I have ever owned. You've probably seen these all over social media and wondering if the hype is worth it. So I got a couple of pairs of Bird Dogs to try them out myself. First thing I notice is that the stretch, the stretch, they have these stretch khaki shorts. They're designed to flit slimmer through the thigh and the leg, which give you a sculpted look. They're almost like Lululemon, but they fit way better and they look great. They look like khaki shorts, but they're not made of that stiff restricting cotton. Instead, they're made with cloud knit fabric that looks like khakis, but it stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. And they use anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. There is a reason why these are some of those popular shorts out there. It's basically like wearing a pair of gym shorts that look like khakis. These are so comfortable. You're going to have to try it yourself. 
Go to birddogs.com slash NHL. Enter promo code LockedOnNHL for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your first order. Again, birddogs.com slash NHL for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. All right, Ann, more takes from a hat. What you got for me? All right, I'm reaching into my Craig Smith designed hat, one of my very favorite Fred's hats. Pulling out. All right. Oh, totally random one. Okay. What food do you wish they served at Bridgestone Arena? <laughs> Can you tell I prepped these when I was yeah. hungry? <laughs> are, we, are we allowed to say Ruby Tuesday or Shoney's? <laughs> Look, the croutons are out of this world, friends. Yeah. They are out of this world at Ruby uh, Tuesday. It's crazy. I don't know what food they serve at Bridgestone Arena. Like, I moved to Cincinnati. Yeah. Like, I only go to, like, That's one true. game a year at Bridgestone Arena. Um, All right, what would be your favorite food to eat at a hockey game then? The my original favorite was the funnel cake. Oh, I assume they still have funnel they cakes. Do. There. Yeah. That yeah. that used to be my treat whenever my mom or dad would take me to the games. I have like hot dog, pizza, something like that. First period, second intermission was always a funnel cake. Yeah. You said there used to be like a the big stand right out there by like that that main that main entrance there. Yeah, it was great. Love me a good funnel cake. Um, cake is like the sports dessert of champions for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Phil, I don't know. I mean, there's there's probably hot chicken there because it's a Nashville thing. Yeah. Is there is there a good taco place? Like really good, like tapas style tacos at Bridgetown Arena. If there were, I wouldn't know about it because you know I don't do spicy food. Okay. <laughs> So I wouldn't know about it. No, my husband and I had it down to a science, like where we went, what we ate, you know, when we were going to games and in, I'm like, we're the old people that go to Ruby Tuesdays or Shoney's at four o'clock. You know, that's what we've turned into when we go to Bridgestone, but I would love for them to serve Jenny's ice cream. That's a good one. Yeah. Wouldn't that be so great? Like they have Dippin' Dots and I think they have another ice cream there too. And I'm sure it's delicious. Yeah, come on. Dippin' Dots is an ice cream. Dippin' Dots is not ice cream. I do not enjoy a Dippin' Dots. Do you? No, it's, it's I, not great. No. I, I, like, I, I can mess with some Jennies, though. Yeah, some Jennies would be amazing. So that's what that's what I vote for. But Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the gooey butter cake, elite flavor. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That's, that's a good one. I, I love any sort of stadium food question because I'm mm. a big stadium food guy. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. All right. Make it an easy one. It's Friday. Oh, it's no. Go either way. Oh, no. <laughs> the Vegas Golden Knights just won the Stanley Cup. They did. Who are your three way too early teams that you think are the three most likely to win at next year's Stanley Cup? Way too early is in franchise history or is in like roster? Like the like like predict now just the three teams you think are most likely most likely to win next year. Um, three I think are most likely to win next year. Uh, I think Colorado. I hate to say it, but I think you get you know Nathan McKinnon. You get these guys back healthy. I think Colorado could be could be a whole thing. Um, there's a part of me that would like to see Toronto. 
I know we have the, you know, we got through the first round, but I really, depending on what happens, depending on what happens in the off season, I think yeah. Toronto. That's kind of the big X factor. Is that's the big X factor. Yeah. What, who do they move? If they move somebody out of that core four, then maybe that would change. But Toronto, um, Colorado, Toronto, and I would maybe go, I would maybe go Vegas because I don't Vegas, know that they're yeah. going to do a ton. I don't know that they're going to do a ton. Yeah. Uh, are, are, they gonna get, are they going to get that same goaltending next year? That's well, be. and so the question is who's their goalie next year? Yeah. You know, we talk about how great Aiden Hill was in these finals, but if you look at their regular season, it's like, I'm sorry, who is in net? You're like scrolling through, you know, their Logan roster. Like, Thompson made the all-star team. <laughs> Yeah. You know, so who's going to be back? Who's going to be healthy? Who are they, who are they going to have in net? I don't know. Yeah. Aiden Hill timing worked out great for Aiden Hill, but yeah, I think goaltending is a question for Vegas, but I can see them. I can see them coming back. What about you? Who, who do you think is going to make it? You can say the predators and it's okay. Yeah. Uh, not going to say that. No, uh, I, I think Vegas. Yeah. Again, uh, if they solve their goaltending, um, I would say Colorado. Cool. Actually, can I change that? You can do whatever. I you would want. say Dallas. Oh, the Dallas you... Stars, maybe. I could see it though. I could see that. Yeah, and then um, last but not least, Tampa Bay Lightning. Mm, Again, interesting. They still have that same team, and I think uh, they would have done. Much better in that first round if Andre Vasilevsky looked like the Andre Vasilevsky yeah. of the past five years. Yeah. A little bit of an off year for him this year. Yeah, he had that was a little bit of a rough postseason for him. I could see that. I like that there's several options that could be it. Now let's see what happens in the offseason because look, these yeah. next couple, you know, this next month or so, anything. Anything, friends. Let's see how many 20 first-round picks they give up for Tanner Janot again. <laughs> That's right. All right, let's let's do it. Oh, here we go. If you had a vial of truth serum and could okay. use it on any Nashville Predators player, coach, or executive and ask one question, who would you use it on and what would you ask them? Okay. I think I, I, think I know this. Okay. David Poyle in 2012. Okay. Did you really think Ryan Suter was coming back? Mm, that's a good one. Boy, is that not, did that whole thing just not change the trajectory of the franchise right there? Yeah. I mean, how, how many times have we heard like differing stories? Mm -hmm. You know, David Poyle comes out. Uh, you know, you hear him say, it's like, oh no, Ryan Suter told us forever ago he was going to resign and that's, that's in good faith. And then, you know, Shea Weber comes out and, and says, you know, or there, there, there's, there's like whispers that Shea Weber didn't want to resign if Suter wasn't going to resign and vice versa. I would just sit David Boyle down. It's like, really? Come on. Now. Like, be honest. What were your conversations? Like, give us the real scoop of what happened there. Yeah. Did Ryan Ellis really say he was like committed to coming back or was it the general like negotiating? Yeah, we, we, oh, we'd be open to staying here. Yeah. Cause there's yeah. a big difference between those two. And also what was Shea Weber's role 
That's that may be part two is get Shea Weber that truth serve. It's like, were you really, you know, were you really hell bent on leaving Nashville? Were you just doing that as a negotiation ploy or did you want out? Yeah. See, when you started with David Poyle, I thought you were going to say David Poyle. And did you really think Ellie Tolvanen would clear waivers? <laughs> That's another great point. I mean, who doesn't I, want? Come I think on. I legitimately thought he would clear waivers. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that one both ways. You know, I would actually, David Poyle and the Ellie Tolvanen for me is one. The other one, I would give it to UC Saros and say, would you rather leave this team to get closer to a chance to win a Stanley Cup in your prime, or would you rather stay a Nashville Predator? I just want to know. Would you be afraid of his answer? Yes, it would potentially break my heart. But I would want to know. Because, you know, look, if Saros goes, I've got to have some sort of emotional framework from which to process this. (laughs) All right. Uh, More takes from a hat coming up in just one second. Absolutely. But first, want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by our great friends at Game Time. Look, friends, buying tickets to a fun favorite event should not be stressful. So you need to check out Game Time. It is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. They have killer deals on last minute tickets and they have a best price guarantee. So you can stop stressing about tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you'll have. And like I said, they have great last minute deals. It's a gorgeous day in Nashville. And you think, you know what? It would be great to take in a sounds game. You need to get on game time and check out tickets for the Nashville sounds game. Also, we've got NASCAR coming to Nashville. If that's something you're interested in, you can find flash deals. And if your plans change, you can find a last minute ticket to attend an event like that. It's easy to find any kind of tickets for any kind of event in your area. They give you images of your seat view so you know exactly what you're buying. And they have a lowest price guarantee. So forget planning months in advance. They have deals on tickets right up till the day of the event. Now, go and download the GameTime app. You're going to create an account and use promo code locked on NHL and they'll give you $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, go to Game Time, download the app, create an account and redeem code locked on NHL for $20 off. Download Game Time today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, and a couple of doozies for you. Oh my gosh, you know I'm not a big fan of a doozy. One's more of a doozy than the other. Okay. Don't worry. You're not having to pick between saving the life of Roman Yossi. Yeah. Or, 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 okay. you know, yeah. It's Friday. I can't make that decision. Yeah. All right. As a way to say sorry for expansion teams having too much success early, mm-hmm. the NHL is going to let the Nashville Predators pick one non Connor McDavid player from any NHL roster to add to the team right now. Mm. Who is it and why? Remember, non-Connor McDavid. So just Connor McDavid or like level of Connor McDavid? Anybody. Anybody that you can pick. Oh, Anybody that's not named Connor McDavid. You can go Austin Matthews. You can go Leon Dreisaitl. You can go Jack Hughes. Oh my gosh, this this is like the greatest shopping event you know ever this is your golden corral buffet right here, <laughs> no 
it's Ruby Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesdays. What, whatever it was. Whatever. Um, oh, wow. What a question. Who would I pick? I would have to say, and this could be recency bias. Eh, no, maybe I wouldn't pick him. See, I, sh I should have been prepped for this. I was going to say Jack Eichel because he's young. You know, you, you think Austin Matthews and I'm like, eh, he's a little bit older, but let's pick somebody that's he's like, one year you know, older. what's that? He's one year older. Oh, that's true. Austin Matthews in my mind is like late twenties, early thirties. It's, it's because of the mustache. It is. It's that Colby Barlow. He's a draft pick who really looks like he's 35 because of the facial hair. Yeah. And I really want him in Nashville. Um, then I would go Austin Matthews. I forget. I think of him as old. I would say Austin Matthews because I think he is a he's a game changer. Yeah. Don't know that I would pick a defenseman. Don't know that I feel like we would need to pick a goaltender. Like, um, yeah, I would go Austin Matthews. I would, uh, if you're going to go high end, yeah, over somebody like Leon Dreisaitl. I, you know what? I would, I would do Matthews over Dreisaitl. I would put Dry Sidle over Matthews. Uh, I, I would say it's between those two. Mm -hmm. um, maybe Jack Hughes in another year. Oh. So. Can I throw in an X factor though? Absolutely. Wouldn't you love to have somebody like Matthew Kachuk? I don't. Uh, a 100 point player, a consistent yeah. 100 point player who scores big goals. And does kind of a lot of like the grit grime work. Yeah. That, he comes that, with a lot of sass. And I think that that could be amazing or it could be a little bit meh. Yeah. Me. I mean, he's still like that identity, which yeah. the, like, the Predators fans crave, but somebody that can also turn around and score like 100 points every single year. And mm -hmm. so you elevates the team. Yeah. He would be, he would be like, in my top three, I would say. Yeah, I love that Barry Trotz has kind of talked about in some of his recent conversations with the media. He's like, we want to get people who get fans out of their seats. Yeah. You know, and that's a Matthew. He certainly Kachuk. does that. That's a Matthew Kachuk. You know what I'm saying? That's a Jack Hughes. That's an Austin Matthews. And wouldn't that be amazing to get somebody like that in Nashville? Or yeah. let's just develop that guy. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just saying. You got 13 draft picks. Might as well take a swing <laughs> at one of them. Well. All right. Let's see here. Oh, what one Predators player that is gone, either retired or traded, would you bring back for next season if they gave you their prime performance? I mean, the answer has got to be Paul Correa, right? I don't know. I would say Paul Correa, A, because we've already seen what he can do uh, in a Barry Trotz influence mm. system. Yeah. Uh, remember, Paul Correa came to Nashville specifically because of Barry Trotz. Remember, he said that in the press conference, he's like, I love the way they play. It looks fun. It's creative. And that seems to be like a kind of guy that, you know, him on that wing, you know, mm. helping guys like Philip Forsberg. Helping oh, guys wow. like Matt Duchesne, kind of being the facilitator down low while Roman Yossi's playing up high. You think of him like, think of like Tommy Novak, you know, and his ability to get near the puck. Think of like Luke Evangelista's shot. Mm -hmm. Tell me you don't want somebody like Paul Correa 
making plays for those guys and just seeing what kind what, of fun yeah. shenanigans they can get into. Gosh, that is okay. That is an intriguing one. In my mind, I'm thinking defense because I'm a little worried about the defense yeah. looking ahead next season. And for me, in prime, I'd bring back PK Subban, baby. I was gonna say, oh, I was gonna ask between that or Shea Weber. Yeah, that's true. I would do PK Subban. Look, unapologetic PK Subban fan. Like okay. I, I love this guy. I loved his play in his prime, and I love his swagger. And I think the team next year needs a guy with a little bit of swagger. Maybe not as much swagger as Matthew Kachuk. Yeah. <laughs> like I love, like I think PK would would be really good for a young locker room. So for me, it would be PK. Yeah. Would you put it with Roman Yossi or would you do like the thing that uh, LaViolette did and break those two apart and put them with somebody else? So you'd have like two really good pairs. I would break them apart. Yeah. I think they're going to have. Who would you put them with? Gosh, who would I put him with? I don't even remember which side he played. He was the right side. Right. Matthias Eckholm was his partner on the left. Really good shutdown pair. Gosh, who would you put him with? Like, there's a part of me that's like. Who's, who's even on the left side anymore other than Roman Yossi? I know, I'm literally. Jeremy like, Lazan? Jer- that's what I'm thinking. Is it Jeremy Lazan? I feel like it doesn't have to be Jeremy Lazan. Is it, is it Ryan McDonough? Like this version of Ryan McDonough? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, know. maybe it is Roman option. Yossi. <laughs> maybe it is Roman Yossi. Yeah, for hope to end. God Spencer Stastny is ready for the NHL next year. I tell you. Now, there you go. Now, now I'm intrigued. P.K. Yeah. Subban and Spencer Stastny. Yeah. Not going to yeah. happen, but fun to think about. Yeah. The, the SNS line. There you go. All right. I think we got time for one more, Anne. Let's do one more. Is it me? Yes. No, I, I drew for you. You drew for me. All right, make it a make it a good one. Who do you think is the best fighter on the Nashville Predators roster right now? Okay, so interesting you say this because I am working on an uh, article that's going to come out next week about do the Predators need an enforcer? Because let's face it, we lost Mark Borvietsky. Yeah. And uh, Tanner Janot is gone, and those are our guys. I think we can rule out, bless his heart, Alexander Carrier. <laughs> or Cole Smith. Or Cole Smith. Um, Matt, uh, I would say Michael McCarron is probably your best fighter. Uh, lots of, lots, lots of zest. He's um, big. I'll give he's him that. A big guy, doesn't back down. Uh, definitely one who is willing to step up. Here's what I will say as somebody who did, you know, boxing and MMA, the, it's hard to be a really good fighter on skates. Just the yeah. physics of it is tough. Um, but who else is there? Like, really, who on the Nashville Predators team do you think who who is a fighter? Who's a fighter? I mean, would you want to mess with Yakov Trenin? <gasps> oh, the guy yeah. who knocked yeah. down six foot nine Zidane Chara. Uh, yeah, I forgot about Yakov. Yeah, Trenin. he just doesn't fight, but when he does, he knocks people Ooh, out. Good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I would go Yakov Trenin. Yeah. Yeah, McCarron. McCarron was was big throwing mm-hmm. throwing off. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't have Tanner Janot. I mean, he's up there in terms of best fighter in the league. Yeah. You, you, you question whether the Preds need an enforcer. Do you think there's still a role for that in the modern NHL? 
I think with the pivot that the predators are making, I don't know that it's necessary. And there is a part of me that is really okay with that. I'm yeah. really okay with that. I, I think I think you just want guys that can fight and play. Not necessarily yes. guys you put out for five minutes a night until until they, you know, right. try to find somebody to throw punches with. Yeah. But I, I, think, ever- I think there's I think there's room for fighting in the NHL. Maybe, maybe not the role of a traditional enforcer anymore. Yeah. yeah. That's gotta be a skill set as a part of a larger skill set for sure. Yeah, one hundred percent agree with that. Uh interesting slate of takes yeah. from the hat today. Give us uh if you're listening to this at home, weigh in. Who do you think is the best uh fighter on the Preds roster? What player from another NHL team would you love to steal? Mm. Any any topic like that, let us know. Tweet us at LO underscore predators, comment on our Facebook page, Locked on Predators, or just drop a comment on this YouTube video. We'd love to hear from you. And where can people find your work? You can find my work online at InsideThePreds.com. You can find me on Twitter at ANK underscore Mama on Ice. You can find me at Penalty Box Radio. You can also follow me on Twitter at underscore NS Morgan. That's going to do it for us on today's Locked On Predators podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We'll be back with new episodes next week. We'll see you then.